Travis has always been connecting to audio. (laughs) Welcome to Geeks Without God with Nick Glover, Tim Wick, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are joined by Travis Peterson from the Minnesota Skeptics. We talk about skepticism and we just try to ignore all the shit that's happening on the Supreme Court. Oh, sorry, got political. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Hi, welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. Oh, hey, it's me, Molly Glover. And Tim Wick. Oh, hey, I'm ironic. <laughs> and <laughs> That our, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's all right. This week, our guest this week is president of Minnesota Skeptics, Travis Peterson. Hey, Hi, everybody. Hey. 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 Welcome, Travis. Hooray. Thank you. Um, uh, why don't we start by talking a little bit about what Minnesota Skeptics is as an organization? Like, what, uh, what, 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 what are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Minnesota Skeptics is just a local group of uh, people that, I guess, if you want to boil it down, practice scientific skepticism. And you know, for your next question, what is scientific skepticism? <laughs> uh, I would say, it, you know, it boils down to holding a position where you test and question the veracity of unsubstantiated claims. Hmm. Um, it's, it's using the scientific method and uh, in your everyday life, just to try to suss out what is true to your best ability, sure. uh, which you know is becoming more and more of a, a, a thing that everyone needs to do. Yeah. So, it's a, a critical thinking is like yes. a, a, a big part of it. And I, I feel like, you know, when I was in school, we literally had critical thinking as like a, a topic and I think that might be lacking a little bit. I really like the uh, the the about in your Facebook group is a uh, had enough of astrologers, psychics, homeopaths, aliens, cryptozoologists, conspiracy theorists, ghost hunters and mediums yearning to talk with someone rational for a while. Skeptics are interested in critical <laughs> thinking, science, and the psychologies of belief and perception. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's great. And so like, so that's, Travis, that's, I got, yeah. I got to tell you a story before I ask you a question. I, sure. uh, my, my, my favorite dentist, really good dentist. And he had had problems with the pandemic. He had shut down, lost most of his staff. He just started up again. And I was able to go in and get a teeth cleaning, which by the way, after not being able to get my teeth cleaned for a year and a half, that was amazing. But, uh, <laughs> but he's like, so what do you got going on lately? He likes to hear about trips we got coming up and stuff. And I said, oh yeah, we're going on to New Mexico. And he said, oh, New Mexico, a lot of alien activity down there. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> like yeah, almost, like, almost like exactly the, the amount uh, that's going on everywhere else. Well, right? like, yeah. and you're like, like at the border, or like, uh, no, no, that's not what that's not what he was talking about. It's not what he was talking about. He was like, oh, where are you going? We're going to Carlsbad. Oh yeah, there are a couple of couple of really big landing uh, sites near there, and I'm like, oh landing shit, sites. If you ask him Molly's question, either way, you're going to be disappointed with the result. If it's, <laughs> if it's like, if it's like, well, yeah, all the border crossings. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I need yeah. a new dentist. Well, the, you know, the, the, the believing in, aliens, in, it's like, oh no. <laughs> the believing in the alien sightings. I'm, I'm, I'm still willing to let him clean my teeth. If it had been the other one, I would have been like, ah, time for a new dentist. 
Um, so, so, you know, just, you know, that little bit of it going, yeah, yeah, there is a need for skepticism out there. I was wondering, uh, you know, because, because I know that you're, you're skeptics and I know that, that like, like Nick and Molly and I, if, if it was ever proven, we would believe in it. So how many psychics have you managed in your organization to prove are real? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, absolutely zero. And we, Dang we it. Get- we get uh, we get asked quite a bit. Like it, it's it's funny. Like you think of you know, for me it's so beyond like what I can you know believe about the world to think that that's a possibility. But these the people that believe in it, a lot of them actually do believe it. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're not just frauds, you know, or they're not just scammers. These people maybe are you know slightly deluded, um, you know, or 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 have had enough confirmation bias, you know, go the right way that they see themselves as this. And yeah. we have, we have people that call us and ask to be tested, you know, which is not something that we wade into because <laughs> it's a mess, but uh, it happens. You know, I have a friend who I've known for, I don't know, I mean, 15 years at this point, And she has, uh, she reinvents herself a lot. Uh, and this late, she, she had an MLM for a while, you know, and she, she, then she stopped that because it turned out, She's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but this company can be kind of shady sometimes. And we're all like, and I'm like, that's hey, why, so. like, that's why I literally told you to leave me alone. Like, I mean, but, but okay. But now she is, uh, she is a a psychic, empathic tarot card reader. That okay. that is her current new business, and yep. uh, she actually just recently posted that she is going to have to stop doing readings. She just started two weeks ago, but she's going to have to stop doing readings because they, she is so empathic and so linked to the psychic mm. world that it is actually draining her psychic energy. <laughs> and she's finding herself unable to give good readings because uh, her psychic (laughs) energy is being so drained. And so it's exactly what you're saying. She genuinely believes this with all her heart. She's not, I I know she's not trying to scam anybody. She doesn't think that she's, you know, she's not doing like, you know, parlor tricks and knocking on tables and setting up, you know, smoke machines. She just genuinely thinks that she has this power granted by the goddess to give her the ability <laughs> to psychically link with people's futures. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, <laughs> it, it I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is yeah. worse. <laughs> it happens a lot more than a lot more than you think. Like uh, you, you don't think that you have an odd belief until someone asks you almost just every time. It's just a single question. Uh, I, I have a, I have a friend that was telling me and believed this her for forever when she was in college, uh, that she, she always, uh, you know, just to spill the tea, she always sleeps naked. Right. Sure. And you know, that's great. I, I, I do too. And she, but she had this, this, uh, thing happened to her where she woke up one night and there was a guy standing in her, in her doorway. Which, uh-huh. you know, she, it was just her and another woman living living together in college. And that's terrifying, right? Yeah. Like, that's horrific. And she could explain him to me down to the most minute detail. And I'm just like, wow, that is crazy. And and, and she's like, I go, what did you do? She's like, well, I told him to leave. And he, he walked down the hallway. And I'm like, then what did you do? <laughs> yeah. And she never, ever thought past that point. And she said... I went back to sleep. Huh. I'm like, 
yeah, you know, maybe that's not a thing you'd do if there yeah. was a strange feeling yeah. in your apartment. Yeah. Maybe you were having a waking dream or, you know, or, or something like that. It, it, yeah. never, it just had never crossed your mind. And, and from that, and then, the, then the spell was broken over that entire uh, thing from one question being asked, which yeah. is how things fall apart, you know? It's sometimes, you know, we're all in our little subjective realities and, it's, it's like when someone asks you for advice, right? You might give someone advice on their problem, which is the exact advice you should be following in your own life. And you are not. You're the hardest person to convince and the easiest person to fool when mm-hmm. you're talking to yourself. And mm-hmm. that's where, that's where skepticism has to start is, is with yourself. You have to ask yourself the hard questions and accept the answers that you get, you know, from, from, from looking into it. And if you can't do that, then you're, you're just, you're purposefully living a lie. And if, and, and if you can do that, you can convince yourself of anything. All of a sudden, all the conspiracies are true. All the cryptids are haunting, haunting <laughs> your dreams. All the ghosts are real. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's funny to me when you, when you talk to somebody who has one odd belief that you find you, you that I like me personally finds interesting. I'll ask him about it. And it inevitably leads to a hundred other things that are just as wild that, that they just take on with the rest of it. You know, they, it all comes together. When you get two conspiracy theorists together, man, by the end of it, they, they both believe all of each other's stuff, yeah. you know, well, we, and we, they have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, we saw. What did we see? It was some. It was a uh, uh, someone's show where they had conspiracy theorists together, and they were having them talk. And it was like the flat Earth guys were like the moon landing guys, an idiot. Like obviously, it was like, we, it was like obviously had, like, we went panel. to the moon. You idiot. Like they have footage from the moon, but no one can prove the earth is round. And someone else is like, are you fucking crazy? Like the earth is so clearly round. It's just that it's hollow inside. And that's where the lizards live. And like, like, it was so interesting to see them just be like, this guy's fucking crazy. Now let me talk to you about why the earth is flat. And like, they were so sure of themselves. And so, so like, Outrage that they were seated with such idiots. <laughs> like, how, how dare you compare my exactly, rational belief to exactly. this yeah. Bigfoot guy? One of my funniest, one of my favorite things to say, especially when I'm talking to a flat earther, uh, when like I, I'll, it depends. Like, because uh, we, we have them show up to the group sometimes, so they they see the word skeptic and they think, oh, they're the they're a skeptic in the oh, yeah. one thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. So they, they come and they roll in. And they are disappointed very quickly. <laughs> and, but like one of my favorite things to do is to just really lean in early, you know, and, and get them talking and they'll, and they'll say something about the moon. And I'll go, Oh, you believe in the moon and, and, just, <laughs> and just see them like go, what? And, and then, then we start talking, you know, like <laughs> at, at that point. And it, it's a lot easier at that point. Uh, but yeah, it happens all the time. Have you, have you ever, I mean, I, have you ever actually had somebody who believed in a, in the earth being flat, walk out going, Oh, I'm totally wrong. Or were they just, you know, yeah, we actually, we have, it's, it's happened a few times where people came in one, one was a, was a flat earther. He came in uh, a couple times and then messaged me on, on Facebook, like a couple months later. And we started going back and forth just in private messages which is so much easier than (laughs) dealing with a group on this kind of stuff. But yeah, he, he came around and we also had a, 
9-11 truther come in and because uh, he was a 9-11 skeptic and right. so he, sure. he, right. he thought he was in the, the right group and was not and yeah. came back several times to to keep arguing with us month after month and then finally he came back one month and he's like yeah you guys you know what i was completely deluding myself like oh, and it it was a huge like that's oh, a big victory you know yeah, yeah. i mean do, do y'all do you like do you, do you pop out yeah. a bottle of champagne when that happens and just <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i had one extra old-fashioned method, <laughs> but... it's one of those things where so often uh the the actual conspiracy might be that they're spreading conspiracy theories, right? Like right now there is, you know, a, a, a political movement in the United States that's been around for a few years now that is all based on conspiracy theories that these folks would, would believe themselves to be skeptics and, and to be, you know, people that are seeking out the real truth that they don't want you to have kind mm-hmm. of a thing, but like the QAnon stuff and the, the election steal people are, it's it's fucking crazy, and they yeah. would think of themselves yes. as skeptical. Oh, for sure, they would. Uh, it, it, but for you know, along with everything else, they don't understand definitions. Right. So <laughs> uh, they they would see themselves as skeptical. But watching YouTube videos and reading 4chan posts is not research, no matter how often you do it. Yeah. And uh, th- and that's a real hard thing. Skepticism is hard. It is, it is not a thing that you just roll into and like, oh, I'm a skeptic now. you got to be very comfortable with being wrong, first of all. Yes. And you have to be very comfortable like learning things that make you uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, there's, there's a lot of shady, shady stuff in the world that's real, right? We don't need to be just making stuff up left and right uh, because it, it fulfills you know, some, some need we have to be right. Being right is irrelevant to, you know, like you, you need to find what the facts that are true and then mm-hmm. get, get the the truth you can out of that. And it's not something that we're good at as humans. You know, we don't, we're, we're pattern seekers. We, we like the good feelings. We don't like to look into the dark places and you're just never going to get to any kind of actual truth doing that. Uh, it, it, it takes a lot of work and it, it starts with questioning your own beliefs and and you have to do it continuously it's so easy like yeah i of course i wake up in the morning i'm just like man how freaking kick-ass would it be if all of a sudden <laughs> god ruled it and fixed all these freaking problems yeah you know, and, and, and i can make a belief system based on that it's not going to get us anywhere and it's only <laughs> going to make me personally feel good for a little bit until i look around at the world again and see the shit show that it is you know uh i guess you're <laughs> sorry about ranting, but getting back to it, <laughs> the, the idea of skepticism, the, the, the idea of vetting your sources, uh, and I, and I can't even say do the research cause that's been co-opted. Right. But yeah. right. You know, like, if, if, uh, you have to be able to take the, the source for what it is. If it is, uh, you know, let's say a dentist, you know, <laughs> talking about quantum physics, I, I can't take you seriously. You know, like quantum phys- physicists barely know anything about quantum physics. I can't take you seriously as a dentist. You have to yeah. be able to bet your sources and get multiple points of view. Uh, that is, you know, that is not listening to somebody on a YouTube video talk about how Bill Gates has grown stuff in peach tree dishes. You oh know, my that's God. Just, that's just There's not so how much. we're going to get there. You know, we're, we're never going to get anywhere doing that. 
Yeah, you well, know, right. I, I've I've often said, yeah, you know, I wish ghosts were real. I think yeah, I think same. I think ghosts are cool. I I same. want ghosts to exist, um, but but they don't. Uh, no. And you know, it it's that's unfortunate. It's annoying. Uh, in some ways, I mean, it isn't really right. It it doesn't hurt my life that ghosts don't exist, but it, it'd be more fun if ghosts were were real. Um, yeah, can you imagine the reunion tour if Tupac and and Biggie can come back and do a ghost tour? <laughs> or no even kidding. just like even just like like the 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 fact that like oh we live by a graveyard, so like. That's a haunted place. There's ghosts there. You know, like that would be crazy. Like, oh, it's nighttime. Let's go visit the ghosts. Like that would yeah. be cool. It, yeah, it, it's weird that they all wear Victorian dresses, beans, and most of them were you know, died in the eighties and nineties. Exactly. That's that's weird. But yeah. I guess what are you gonna do? They're ghosts. Yeah, I'd, I, I'd probably yeah. dress Victorian if I was a ghost. I, I don't. I don't know that that's <laughs> that doesn't feel like a deal breaker now, to me. Too. Yeah, yeah Tim. go just Victorian, just, Tim, and, and then when you die, that's your ghost. What? It's perfect. I don't want to wear it now. It seems uncomfortable. When I'm in a go when yeah, I'm a ghost, yeah. clothes wouldn't be uncomfortable, would they? They because I'm a ghost. <laughs> and I'm just wearing ghost say, clothes. I will say, I think a lot of the problem with these people who might call themselves skeptics, but who or who think that they're because they're they they have doubts and you know they're doing their own research and it's you know it's it's all the it's really just all the worst people right now in america i mean we've got there's a lot of really awful pretentious people that are you know on the far left and on the left but you know honestly it's the, this like just just these fucking idiots that that i think <laughs> a big part of it is when they a lot of them uh, got to a certain point in their lives, a young point, usually high school, maybe college, and they decided that's they're awesome. Right then, yeah. that's great. And they slapped a coat of cement on that person, and that's the person they're going to be forever. And that is why it's so hard to break out and to tell them like you need to look, you know, because if like if they if they start observing and trying to question Q, for example, like if they're like, well, but if I'm wrong about QAnon then maybe I'm also wrong about Steppenwolf being the greatest band that ever lived. And maybe I'm also, <laughs> wait, maybe I'm also wrong about like my favorite restaurant. And what if I'm also wrong about the person I chose to spend my life with? And what if I'm on? And it's like, they, they, they are so terrified that it's like a house of cards. Right. And it's, it's this, like they're there. I feel like it's, I know some people like this who have decided who they were when they were like 18, 19 years old, and they can't break free from that. Yeah. And anything that starts to, to make that a problem, they it's selling out or it's, you know, or it's giving in or whatever else. And so that I really do think that, especially in America, that uh, relentless American exceptionalism and individualism has really led to people thinking, no, if I if even one thing I think isn't right, then that means that calls into question literally every opinion I've ever had and everything Definitely. I've ever thought. And that means that I'm trash. And it's like, no, all man, right, like, all right, Molly, you, you made, you've made your point. I will get rid of my REM and Indigo Girls t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. God. Like, I, believe me, I listen to old music, but like at the same time, like I'm not like writing on the SNL Facebook page, like all you ever bring are garbage people who are new. What about <laughs> bring back old music? And it's like, come on, man. Will Ferrell was the height of comedy and everything since then is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When are you going to have the Rolling Stones as your musical guest again? Right? Yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's what we were talking about before. Being comfortable with being wrong yes. and questioning yourself first. 
uh, is the hardest thing to do, but it's the most necessary. Yeah. I think a lot of people overlook, and that, that ties in well to, to this. And I think a lot of people overlook um, like social justice and confronting racism as skeptic issues because, you know, racism is, uh, it's nonsense. Like if you look at what racist people have to say, you know, the, the, the statistics they might trot out or the things they might say about, you know, people mm-hmm. that aren't, aren't in their groups, whatever bigotry they, they have again, like, like they're going to have this myth, these misleading arguments. They're going to have things that are, are, you know, cherry picked or, or whatever. And a lot Emotional of people, based. a lot of people yeah. don't, don't necessarily put those two things together, being skeptical and, you know, that being like, Hey, wait a minute maybe these systems at play are working against some people here. And there's, there's evidence of that. And again, like you have people that might be all of a sudden questioning their whole deal and they might be all of a sudden confronted with like ideas like um, privilege and things like that, where all of a sudden their whole, you know, house of cards can come, come crumbling down Mm -hmm. and they, it's an uncomfortable topic and they don't think they're racist or do anything wrong sometimes. So yeah, like like, we had a couple, we had a couple of friends for whom finding out that the concept of whiteness was created to uh, align the poor uh, with the wealthy against (laughs) other people so that the poor didn't real, didn't recognize the class structure around them and to be like those guys over there, you and I were the same, me, a very rich person and you, a very poor person. Look at our skin. We're the same, you and I, and they're coming after us and our way of life. And once like we, we like explained that to a couple of our friends who at the time had been like, why shouldn't I get to have white pride? Why can't I be proud of my, of who I am and where, and my ancestry. And it's like, cause it's made up. Like you can be proud to be Swedish, but you can't be proud to be white because white's made up so right. <laughs> it was just really that it really they, like that was some conf- hard confrontation for them to, yeah. to make but once they did they were better people do you do you run into i i know like social media is just a great place to hash a lot of this stuff out <laughs> uh no, in general perfect place yeah absolutely yeah. um uh, so but, nuanced. but do you how often do you run into things like that where there's people that push against that sort of thing it, it, uh, as they don't see it as a skeptical topic or, or they maybe even more generically, they just don't want to get political. Oh, I mean, it obviously happens. It happens in every group, you know, it, it's like, but it's, it's the tough, it's the tough question. It's the self-reflecting question. And, you know, I, we, we have a, a hard time with it. Not as, as a group, it's, it, it makes no difference, but we, don't have any like there's not a like hardly a single like just say any black people in the group and Mm -hmm. no matter how hard we try we don't get any retention and and i and i hope what i hope is that the 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 group as a whole isn't seen as racist by people that you see on you know on social media that's it because things do get said that that are that are that are terrible on on twitter and everything all day. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's a, a huge freaking bummer. Um, I, I see it. I see skepticism as something that you can, you can focus on any question. Right. And if you can't focus it on those hard questions, then, then I, in my personal opinion, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like there, some of those things are, are, are so easy. Like, like you look at incarceration rates and, and, right. and 
and uh, sentencing times, you know, you know, by by race and stuff like that. It, it's night and day. Like there, there's no arguing with that with the with those data sets. And if you can't t- internally take that, then you need to ask some questions personally about yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, like, like I said before, it's that's the hardest thing to do. Nobody wants to look at themselves and be like, oh man, am I a racist? You know, like nobody wants to do that. But it's, yeah. you have to do it. I really like I really like that that skepticism can be applied to any question that 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 yeah. it's it's not about like oh it's only for hard to believe things or grandiose claims or but it it can be that you can apply the you can apply the properties to you know asking yourself should I keep this job or you know like am I being treated well in my relationship or you know all kinds of things you know really yeah. it's 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 very it's very useful tool skepticism yeah. if someone asks makes a claim that cannot be backed up that that is where skepticism steps in and mm-hmm. and that's the only rule you know so you have to just wade in and see where you get you, uh, the Minnesota skeptics, you, uh, as uh, Molly noted, you have a Facebook group going, but, uh, before we started talking, you said that a lot of your information and organization happens on uh meetup. Yeah, absolutely. You can go to meetup.com and search for Minnesota skeptics, you know, join, join the group there and you'll get the more detailed, uh, information about where and when our meetups are happening and, and what, what it is we do. Since, you know, since COVID, the, we, it's been a lot of online things, but in the past. Like right now. Nights, like, like. <laughs> yeah, this was supposed to be right in person now. and then we had a COVID exposure. <laughs> so we're all recording via Zoom this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this was also supposed to be a, 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 you know, kind of a kickoff of trying to get the group back in person. Yep. Which we, we, we do if it, with, with a lot of precautions. But, you know, right now the numbers are rising again. It's, it's, it's more difficult. But in the past, we've done, you know, bowling nights and newbie nights and, and stuff like that. But our main one is uh, the second Thursday of every month at the Black Forest Inn. We meet from five to whenever. And, you know, just like like the tagline says, it's just it can just be a conversation with people, a rational group of people that you can't have those conversations with other people. You know, right. it's like if you've ever at work, I'm like, God, I wish I could talk about this. I wish I could talk about that. Come, come talk to us. Yeah, I, I yeah. have to say the thing that that I find most impressive is, you know, having somebody like a flat earther show up because they're in the wrong place. And the fact that it doesn't sound like you just laugh them out of the room, that you're like willing to, willing to oh, give, no. them, give them the space to, to find the absurdity in their own argument, which isn't always going to happen. But, uh, you know, on the Internet, it's it's way easier just to laugh those people out of the room or, or oh, off your yeah. Facebook face page. To face. Yeah, face to face is completely different. And if and if you really drill down with every single person sitting in, in, in the room that comes to a skeptics meetup, there is something in their in their life that they believe that probably isn't true. You know, like there, I, when I started with the group, I, I had several ideas on on the world that weren't true. Uh, that I that I have changed my mind on since it happens to everybody, and if it doesn't, you're probably not doing it right. You know, I like, believe it, I believe pets go to heaven. I will not take any further <laughs> notes. I don't care. People are like that doesn't make you. But you don't believe in it for people, but you believe in it for animals. I'm like yes, no further questions. Thank you. Like I do not need to examine that. 
<laughs> you, you know what? We we've got enough things to worry about to, right? to, in the world to, to to not wade into the Duquette's go to heaven. Question. It is the that's only good. thing that gets me through when a pet dies. So that's just like I need this one thing, and it, it literally hurts no one. I don't have a church. I'm not asking for money. I'm not telling the dog doesn't understand when I tell her that she's that. You know, I'm not telling the dog you're going to go to heaven, so you better be good. Like you know, it's just for me. Don't be gay. You won't go to dog heaven. <laughs> <laughs> God, Great. dog, dog, Jesus, absolutely historic homophobe. Everyone knows, <laughs> which is weird considering how much they love licking their own wieners. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> All right, uh, Travis, are you ready for our five questions? Ooh. I have prepared absolutely not at all, so fire away. Perfect. Perfection. Yeah. That's right. We and still don't have them memorized, so in. we basically haven't prepared for them either. <laughs> you've, you've written in answers to us before in the past, but this is the first time you've had a crack at our at our new ones. So, yep. uh, Molly, do you want to start us off with uh, number one? Yes. Question one. What is a game you have played recently that you really enjoyed? Uh, well, this, uh, you know, it, I, I got to layer this. Uh, mm. uh, Halo Infinite was amazing. Uh, mm. I played the campaign through three times on up to legendary and it was impossible uh but i finally did it uh but the game that i'm absolutely obsessed with uh and this has been for years and they just put out a new a new version of it it's the game it's the dictator simulation tropico i love tropico uh, <laughs> tropico 6 on xbox on the on uh game pass it's on game pass <sighs> I have been playing it nonstop for three months. And it's it is so phenomenal. bad too, because like yeah. you really do have to oppress the people. Like, oh yeah, you absolutely have to yeah, oppress yeah, yeah. the success. Yeah. You can't, you can't no, be a I, good been, person to, to no, win the game. Like it's like no. Fable Three. You have to make ter- You have to be bad and make terrible choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, it is phenomenal. It's so much fun. It's hilarious, and it's actually the game mechanics are pretty good. So. Yeah, I really enjoy it. That's probably my my, my pick on that. I, 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 by the way, have to be very skeptical of your claim that uh, that that <laughs> difficult mode is impossible, since you also claim you oh, finished well, it. So one uh, of those yeah. two claims <laughs> is false. Listen, bad choice of words there, but I'll tell you what: the final, <laughs> the final room literally took me six hundred deaths to, to <laughs> finally wow. get it down. I'm not joking; it was six. That's uh, that's amazing. It's like me playing Lara yeah. Croft Tomb Raider. As a uh, as a as a Halo player, I gotta ask: Did you have you did you watch the show at all? The I ha- no, because I haven't I haven't like put my nickel down on Paramount Plus yet, so I haven't I haven't watched any of it. I uh mm. I I uh I, I caught it I caught it with a like in the background with an eye patch on and uh, <laughs> uh I, it kind of starts like a fan film like a good like a really good fan film yeah and and then there's this weird like other planet B plot that's kind of like a Vietnam subplot that's not very interesting yeah. uh but by the end it's a really good show like I'm not a, I'm not a Halo fan I've only played a couple of games but like by the end of the show I was like I kind of want more of this like I, yeah, I kind of want to. I'm looking forward to it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. There's some silly first person nonsense in there for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, little fans. Yeah. What, what what was that? What was that uh, movie they made a few years ago? It was all in first person. Oh yeah, uh, hardcore. Uh, Henry. Yeah, hardcore Henry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yep. Question two: What science fact or discovery do you think is really fucking cool? 
Well, I mean, obviously, you got to talk about the James Webb coming into focus. That's that's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but my my favorite factoid that I like to to throw out when people ask, like, what's a weird science fact that you know, is that if you take our solar system and you break it out in percentages, ninety nine point eight percent of it is the sun, and point <laughs> one percent of it is Jupiter. And the other 0.1% is every fucking thing else. Like, <laughs> and all the other planets, all the, you know, the rings of Saturn, Saturn itself, all, everything, every comet, every, every, everything is 0.1% of the mass of our solar system. And Which I find that I hilarious. don't matter at all. That's great. Kind of puts stuff in perspective for me. Cause I'm just like, when people are so serious about stuff that really isn't all that serious. I'm just yeah. like, Point one percent, man. It's just like yeah. just in our solar point, system. Point one percent, and and we share that with seven planets. Yeah, our, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, like and, that. And it's like that little, planets. and and most of those planets are way fucking bigger than ours. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that yeah, little yeah, blue dot it, picture yeah. that uh, they had Voyager take when it was passing yeah. Saturn. Uh, just just so you know, my wife for my birthday got me that blown up. And with oh. the with the poem written on the side with the with the in the middle and it's hanging above our bed. It's oh, nice. that's awesome! That's that great. great. I take great comfort in how uh, insignificant I am in relation yeah. to the solar system. So that is a number I will also repeat nicely in my head. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's great. Uh, uh, question three: uh, Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? If it isn't uh, because we know it isn't religion. I get it from the same place religious people do. Uh, I, but I just don't equate it to, to any, anything religious. It's, it's if, if I would not want you to do that to me, I would not want me to do that to you. It, it's, it's, it's all very, very, very easy. And, uh, and I, and I, I, I get really irritated when people put such a, such a, a, a important, uh, complicated, uh, thing behind it. Cause it's just not. It, we're we're all just bags of meat, man. And and if and if and if I wouldn't want you to harm me in that way, I don't want to harm you in that way. It's really easy. The the thing you just gotta stop doing is at the end of it saying praise Jesus and 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 walking away. It's so easy. <laughs> just be cool, man. Be cool. Yeah, I would I would I would say it's bold to say that some that that a lot of religious people feel that way because I think a lot of them feel like uh, I don't want you to do that to me, <laughs> but you can go fuck yourself because you're not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and there there's there's the the hard question in it is 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 looking at yourself and and yeah. seeing the double standard yeah you know? yeah to go go look at the uh go look at conviction statistics and compare right. anyone who's getting <laughs> their ideals from religion compared to anyone with non-religious background exactly. for, for their ethics and morals and um yeah. guess what people that well, get their ethics or morals from religion are committing more crimes brief, brief yeah. sidebar i actually read a really interesting uh tweet from someone who used to be evangelical evangelical christian saying you have to stop trying to prove evangelical christians are being hypocrites because they don't see it that way when you say uh saying that like like making these laws that punish gay and lesbian and, and bisexual and, and transgender teens uh are causing them to kill themselves and that's harmful the same way that like school shootings are harmful they don't 
see it the same way because they believe in heaven versus hell and the immortal and the, the, the soul sinners and all that stuff. And so like, they, they literally think that like babies dying, like kids dying in school at the hands of a shooter is an, actually an okay thing because they went to heaven and well, like, they teens being be gay, they're going to go to hell. Yeah. No, you should be absolutely fine with abortion at that point. They immediately go to heaven and spend right. Right? But they're not baptized. So, so they can't. Uh, yes. You see, no. that's the, that is the issue. That is the Sorry. issue. Yes. Sorry, I forgot about the magic. Got to remember the magic Sorry. water. No. Yeah. yeah. They, didn't, they didn't take their right potions, so they don't have <laughs> yeah. no magic droplets. No. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of can chips for the day, these fetuses. All right. <laughs> uh, question four. If you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Okay. So... Can I, can I have, can I have two, can I have two, two robots? Absolutely. So I want one robot to immediately get out of my sight and deal with dishes immediately Mm. after I'm done with it. I love food on my plate until it's gone. And then I'm disgusted by the plate. I want it completely away from me. I I hear that. that. That's, that's one robot. And then the not selfish robot is one that would just constantly plant trees just all the time. Just anywhere uh, it feels like, <laughs> regardless yeah, of whether yeah. it's helpful. <laughs> I, I think we could probably say, you know, give them a, a geographic reason, yeah. but it would just, it would produce the seed and plant the tree and then walk away. And that would that's be a good robot for it's the rest of its life. I think that that's what I'd want to do. I think I read about uh, a small fleet of drones that yeah, they I just, to, yeah, I read about that too. It's to, phenomenal. To plant trees, which is yeah. is. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's 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 kitschy and probably not like the awesome thing that that we we want that we're talking about now. But it's a step on the path. Oh man, the- if we're gonna make robots shoot, or if we're gonna make drones shoot anything, let it be trees. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. let's have it be trees and not anything else. Yeah, eco warrior trees, not just yeah. So, so it'd be like robots, a like a warrior yeah. robots. It'd be like a root bar. Anyway, oh, never mind. Man. Oh, boy. Just <laughs> like Tim, you have to ask question five. Oh, damn it. Um, what is a movie or TV show you think everyone should watch? This is the hardest one. Um, because I have yeah, probably just terrible taste in entertainment. Um, but I, I, I think... I think as far as a TV show, and this is odd, you know, playing the skeptics angle, I'm a, I'm a Scully. Uh, mm. watch, watch X-Files, man. It's playing on Comet in a loop right now. It's great. Uh, yeah, watch that 10 times in a row. It's the best. It's probably my favorite TV show that's ever been on TV. Uh, but as far as a movie goes, um, maybe the dumbest movie ever made, uh, Basketball. It's probably, oh, probably I love basketball. That, that movie is amazing. Movie. It is like, very dumb, but like it's, it's so problematic, but so funny. Yeah, like it's, it's, like it's absolutely the best. I mean, it's the South Park guys, so of course it's going to be very Im- imperfect. But also, we, we we just made my sixteen year old, I have sixteen year old, thirteen year old. We just made them. We just made them let them watch it uh, this last weekend, and uh, maybe we maybe we overshot it. <laughs> a, little yeah. a little too old for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The younger one's a little too young for it. I think she, she was like a little hiding her eyes through a lot of it. But yeah. Yeah. I think, I think more sports competitive sports could be comp- improved with, uh, 
uh, chirping with with uh, insults and uh, and oh, trying to psych out your your opponent. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, and yeah, and absolutely. I want them to be mic'd, and I want to hear it. Like that's <laughs> yeah. I want to get creative and with I, it. Yeah, and and I want Al Michaels and and the other guy who who's the other guy to to do all the commentary on it. Yeah, that'd right. Fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. All right, uh, uh, Travis Peterson. Uh, thank you so much for answering our questions and for being our guests. Our guest, uh, folks can check out the Minnesota Skeptics. There, you can find them on on Facebook or uh, uh, at Meetup. There's a, a group that they can uh, you can join up and, and look out at. Um, we are recording on our fancy new soundboard setup that lets us record mm-hmm. better remotely um, through the pandemic. And we're able to do stuff like that because of our great patrons. Uh, one of which we, we actually have a new patron. We want to sweet uh, thank uh, uh, living, living through, through extinction, extinction is a, a new patron. That's going to, they're going to get to listen to all our episodes early and, and check them out on, on uh, Patreon. And that's, there's an RSS feed set up there. So you can just add that into whatever it is that you're you're using to listen to podcasts, like uh, Downcast, for example, is the one that I would I would use. And you can just pop that RSS feed in there. And as we upload those episodes, you'll just get them weeks early. It's it's crazy. It's true. Uh, you can send us your answers to our five questions at five questions at geeks.god.com. And if you're one of our aforementioned patrons, we'll actually bump your answers to the top of our list and and we'll we'll get to them a little bit faster than everyone else it's put pretty patreon great. in the subject line because yeah. i don't know everyone's names molly doesn't keep track <laughs> of the patreon stuff i do so we we we, we divide we jobs to, on this podcast yeah. i'll have you know we don't actually share a physical brain unlike what some people may think it just happens to be that we think the same things a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh otherwise uh we've been geeks without god and we'll be back with another episode next tuesday Bye. Bye. You know, if the world was round, we wouldn't even be able to record this podcast right now. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging and listen to past podcasts at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. The number of times that I've like finished recording and then I get in the car and I'm like, what the fuck did I even say?